0: To the Yak Sports Podcast with Joe Deck and Leland McRae. Leland, I think we got to start this off. I mean, look, there was—it's a huge week, a lot of things to talk about from this weekend, especially. But I think the thing that everyone in Augusta County is talking about is: Does the VHSL need a shot clock? And um, <laughs> you managed to get this podcast in controversy—something I would never do. Um, I would never <laughs> say something that would get us in trouble, um, and you know I was disappointed in uh, your behavior. But I'll let you speak for yourself.
1: Oh, of the odd couple that is the Yak Sports podcast, <laughs> I I'm the straight guy. I'm the guy that brings you Dak down to earth. I'm the guy that like, all right, Joe, or what's the new line uh, now, Joseph? Like that, you know that's that's my role. Like, mm-hmm. I gotta I gotta bring this back to home. But no, apparently on Twitter, we reverse roles Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, I guess I brought a little bit of fire with my tweet, but I, I don't know soon after I thought I was pretty calm about it, but it, it kept, kept getting attention. And, you know, um, coach Brian, who my original tweet was aimed towards sure. Um, when they held the ball for half of the third quarter came out, came out of the second half of a game they were winning against a, Opponent that they were expected to beat, um, they decided to hold the ball. And so I I took issue with that as I do every time I see that happen at the high school game. Like it doesn't matter who does it to who, at what situation. I don't like it. I don't think there's a justifiable situation. Um, particularly in the first three quarters of the game. I, I would say I, I don't like it in the fourth either. I'm not I'm not gonna say there's a time I like it. Um but I just I don't think it's in the spirit of competition. So I, I, I did take aim at coach um, Coach Brian I, deserves respect. She has won a lot of games. She's coached at Wilson since 07. She coached at Mary Baldwin before that. She coached at Fort even before that. She played for Wilson back in the day. Um, she knows the game, knows how to win. No debate or argument there. I did take issue with that specific thing that happened in the game. But I don't want like my tweet that started there to get lost in, in that aspect because people are like, OK, well, you're a Riverheads fan and you're saying like I, I don't. That's not what's the problem here. Like it's not a rivalry with Wilson that is driving my feelings about this. So I, I kind of want to leave that behind if, if that's OK. Um, I mean, I thought about inviting coach Brian on the podcast. I doubt she would have said yes, but I, I I've thought about that. But no, that makes it like a personal issue. I have an issue that this high school rules allow for a team to stand there at half court and just have the ball under their arm and not play the game and not compete in the sport in effort to win the game. I that drives me nuts. So I, I don't need the personal aspect of this, and so that's why I'm going to move it on for for the podcast sake. Unless unless you really want me to talk more about that aspect of it, I don't think you do. Um, I had issue with it when Coach Hatcher did it. A, a couple of years ago, they did it to Riverheads in a playoff game. And that's that's a coach that went on to win a state title the next season. And I got along great with Coach Jared Hatcher. Um, it's not personal. I don't mean it to be personal. I know my original tweet aimed it that way. I, I understand how it was that. But, you know, that's also what Twitter is. But, I, you know, right or wrong, that's what it is. And I, I'd rather just move it to the right. And I'd rather stay on the podcast talking about this. So... Let's let's talk about it. Let's talk about the topic that you have railed on for years, mm-hmm. the overarching issue with the high school game and the ability
0: for a team to hold the ball. Well, before we move on, just... Oh, no, you want me to stay personal is what I'm hearing. To be devil's advocate for one moment. I just have one question. I, okay. If the roles had been reversed and Riverheads is up two in the third quarter, holding on to the ball at half court, would there have been a video and would it have been posted to Twitter? To be
1: fair and honest, I'm not going to, I probably wouldn't know, but you know what? I, <laughs> I feel like I still would have talked some crap about it and not liked it. I think in the stands, I would have been like, man, I don't like this. I, I will acknowledge that's probably where the difference lies. And maybe, maybe there's that aspect, what it was being done to the team I was cheering for, which people debate what the defense should do in that situation. Um, I'll be fair and say that I'm not going to be quick to throw the coach that my kids will likely play for when they get to that level. I'm not going to be quick to do that. Um, So if that's disrespectful in the other direction, then I I do apologize for that, but I took my aim at adults, not, not the players. And when the players were allowed to play, as I said in a later tweet, they played hard. They deserved the victory. They got it. I was glad that they got that opportunity. Um, So I, you know, sure (laughs) Um, if winning is everything then I think taking on some criticism probably is in the ballpark if winning is not everything then why are we doing that approach in this game so I I just like I that's kind of where I draw my lines here like if if we're going to implement every rule in the book to try to win the game because winning is the most important then I feel like the ability to take on some criticism for some of those decisions is probably valid and uh I didn't think I was terribly disrespectful in anything I said. If if people feel different, they can let me know that. But uh, I like I said, I would like to move that on.
0: Um, okay, so moving it on to the shot clock.
1: Yeah, <laughs> moving um, it on to the bigger topic.
0: Yeah, and, and I I I agree with you on that. I, I've uh, you're correct in pointing out that I have. I don't think I have done a high school basketball season where I haven't brought that up. Um, at some point during the broadcast absolutely
1: haven't it's because like because of the topics I know Joe feels strongly about Babe Ruth was terrible at baseball and Joe wants a shot clock in uh, high school basketball. you know that's, i that's, I that's honestly don't
0: handle. understand the rationale behind not having it in terms of the sport. um I understand that there's maybe some financial concerns or that's the implementation that's not that's that, getting the people that to drawback. do it. That's yes, that is an implementation issue that, frankly, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. I hear that. I'm not saying that there's not a little bit of validity to those concerns. But on a Friday night, when a school needs volunteers to run the concession stand, the people show up to the concession stand. When you need people at the concession stand for basketball, they're at the concession stand. When you need people to help out with the chains on Fridays, they're there helping out with the chains. When you need people to do the scoreboard or whatever during football, they're there. It's honestly not going to be that hard to find somebody to do the shot clock. You can find somebody to do the shot clock.
1: You can have the assistant on the JV team running it or the opposite team or however. I mean, there's, I
0: don't yeah, know. There are ways around that. That's That should not be what prevents this from like being hurdle. implemented. The financial aspect. The VHSL could very easily say, we're doing this in two years. Get ready. You've got time now to raise money for it. Get a sponsorship. Have, you know, O-ball Ford. Pay for your shot clock if you're somebody's school or whatever. Like, find local business here to go pay sure. for your shot clock. Like, that's, again, not really an issue I want to hear. Maybe the, the flip side is you can't buy brand-new uniforms for – you got to push that back a little bit. Okay, but in, in terms of making the sport competitive and a better example of what the kids are going to see at the next level or any level beyond VHSL I, or if they go to many other states. I mean, there are states that have implemented the shot clock, and I so I just, I don't, and some that are not as wealthy as the state of Virginia. So I don't understand the argument of, like, well, it can never work here because of, you know, money and we, we don't have people. I'm sorry. There's just – that's not a real excuse. It's a lazy excuse. And, frankly, I'll, I'll say this. Um, you were much more polite about it than I have been at times. I think if you're the better <laughs> team and you're running that strategy, the coach doesn't believe in her, his or her own kids because to me you don't run that strategy if you know you have the better team you're worried that the, the other out team out both, you're worried the that the other team if given enough time is going to come back and beat you not that both, we're going to blow them off the face of the earth
1: both instances where I saw it it was the team that came into the game expecting like, more likely to win and uh
0: but they find cases, themselves I in a tight game it, it in that her, scenario and then they start yeah. trying to take the air out of the ball which again, yeah. to me, look. Riverhead's, what do we talk Riverhead's about? What do we talk about in football? Right when you're playing Riverhead's football, keep your offense on the field, keep their offense off the field by running the ball and holding on to it. That's because Riverhead's football is better than every other team's football team here. And frankly, Luckily in class every one, every other
1: sport at the high school level has some kind of rules to keep the game moving forward. could of you
0: imagine if you score a touchdown and then you just sit on the ball? Yeah. I, I can't
1: because because like and that's what that's what drives me crazy is like every other level has done this like oh well Dean Smith used to run like that, hey are we dealing like is Dean Smith coaching right now like and plus like <laughs> they put the shot clock in in 1985 for a reason
0: yeah and it's and worked well
1: I, I just I just don't like the lack of competition from I don't like what it teaches the kids. I I just, I don't know, just really quoting Dean Smith doesn't help me and talking about coaches from 30 years ago, like it's not going to talk me into it. I, you know, I just can't imagine, I have not been presented the argument that's going to flip me on this. Like, I, I can't understand how I would be talked into not playing the sport is, is okay. Like, it's just not, and it's just like a loophole. Like, great. Take advantage of a loophole. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I have a rant on that. I mean, it's just like, I just don't, I just don't like the idea of the players not playing the, to win the game. I like, is that how you want to win? Like, really? Like, is that the approach you want to take? Okay. Like, we're just not going to play the game and win. I mean, we wouldn't accept this approach in little league. The NCAA doesn't accept it because they put a shot clock. Like why, why are we okay with this at the high school level? And like, this is where I probably get drawn into where it is a personal issue for me and personal thoughts. Cause like, it's a bigger picture and <laughs> jumping into deeper rules in the game. Like what, when is participating in you sports, like when, when is it acceptable for you like to have your kids in you sports and like not having, like having them cheat the game. Like I don't want to have them teaching the lesson of like how to search the rules for a loophole, how to get around rules for like, except Exceptions to it, and how you can get around work. Like I, I'd run my kids and kids around me and the community to learn how to like achieve and then take on the game and and do their best at that game. And if you if you win, great. And if you lose, understand that lesson as well. I mean, I don't want my kids fear of a result to dictate their participation or action within the sport. Like I don't want them to be fearful of losing so much that we got to find this loophole to play I mean I want them to win but like even if they don't I want them to learn the lesson of losing I want an effort to achieve not an effort to like swindle I I don't know and like okay Leland you're blowing this out of proportion you're turning this one rule this one night that got you fired up into this you know bigger deal and like life lessons but I mean that's crap absolutely I am because I learned so much from playing high school sports and little league, high school, everything I tried to do. I'm not blowing this out of proportion. I, all the time we talk about what sports does to help kids grow, how best, beneficial it is for teamwork and striving to be your best. We can't just apply that logic when it suits us. Good or bad, participation in youth sports can really impact us, should really imprint on us, on competition and and striving for their best. And it did for me. I mean, I'm, I am absolutely competitive as hell. I turn everything into like a win or lose situation. I like to win. I hate to lose. And, and I think, I really think I came for my participation in sports and that's what these kids are doing. And you talk about like playing to the next level. I think that's irrelevant to this. I think it's how we take this sport on now and learn how to play it and learn how to use those lessons. And you know, I mean, I didn't grow up in a house that, you know, had some sense of competition at an early age. My ballet teaching mom wasn't living by a scoreboard. My dad wasn't independently into sport. I'm the one I took on sports and I got into them and, and brought those into our house. And I mean, I look at my <sighs> educational and professional successes as, and failures even. And, um, see that impact that sports had on me. And I want that for kids. I want that for today's kids. I think people talk about what's wrong with today's kids. I think like having competition and that strive is something that has, has been changed in some way. So I, I, I just not going to support something that spits in the face of that. I mean, I know when I was in little kicker soccer at the Y, I know when I was in little league baseball, I know, you know, I didn't make the freshman team in in middle school. You know, eighth grade, I couldn't play on the eighth and ninth grade team. That, that impacted me. That hurt me, but it drove me to be better. And I don't know how great that got me, but it got me on the team in the future. And you know, like I was on the two thousand state championship team. And that success, and like you know, the thirst for that success to return, that all taught me something. I mean, I didn't. I played a ton on JV basketball, and then I sat the bench on varsity forever. I was a receiver on the run-only Riverheads football team. Like, I learned lessons from all this, and you know, I was I was pretty decent at baseball. I wasn't too bad at baseball, and we didn't win a lot there. All that stuff taught me lessons, all of it, and none of that led me to playing at the next level. I didn't. I did. I wanted to play some in college. I couldn't. I my body failed me for that, and I wasn't that great any good enough for that anyway but like they molded me those experiences absolutely molded me into what I am today so I, I do I do think it's important I don't think my opinions on this are ever blown. I don't think I'm drawing too much from this one rule thing because I think it's the bigger picture of it like why are we looking to teach our kids loopholes in situations to get around the rules for winning when we should be teaching them how to step up to challenges and and okay maybe you are the better team maybe you you got to try to win. And, and that's what the kids ended up doing that night. That's what, and I'm glad for that. And I took the, I took the L as a fan of the opposing team, but like, I didn't like it for the third quarter when they're standing there watching a the team, hold the ball and not play the sport.
0: Yeah. I, I think the plot got lost a that's little a long ran. I just, just but say, like, I think, I, I I think deep, you lost the plan a little, the, the plot a little bit in there, but um,
1: I lost the plot. Like, yeah. You, kids you then turned
0: it into like when you were playing sports and all the lessons you learned playing sports. And that's not necessarily what this debate is about. Um, I guess I took it back personal, but I like I,
1: it just it's not classy to do no. that to another team.
0: And, and I I have in the meantime. Like when the also Mike McCall saying there is no plans in the near future, like and I've I've talked to some ADs about this, and, and I do think, I think the NFHS saying we're leaving it up to the states is a warning. Because once a certain number of states do this, then the NFHS, which the VHSL is a part of, is probably going to start mandating a rule like they do in some other sports. And then at that point, you're going to have to kind of do it. And so if the VHSL was smart, they would plan for it now. But as the article... Uh, that Patrick Kite wrote, and you can see some of the quotes, the VHSL always isn't smart. And you probably didn't need that article to prove that to you. Uh, they <laughs> prove it every single year in one way or another. Um, some of the people there work really hard and do a great job. And some of the people don't have the foresight to see the forest through the trees. So I, I do think that it, it will happen. Um, I don't know when. I hope sooner rather than later. Uh, because I think it, I think it's it ridiculous the game that it
1: even comes to that. But I think it's ridiculous. In the meantime, that we have to let me tell you, mandate.
0: Yeah, it does. it is. But Steve, in the like, meantime,
1: that's my point. That's my that was my whole rant. Was why? Do, why are we even having to? We have to implement this rule just so to make coaches.
0: Yeah, if you played the sport of basketball, beat. we Come wouldn't on. have to do this. Yeah, if you played the sport of basketball, we wouldn't have to. I can't to mandate believe
1: there's a this. debate to this. Honestly, I'm befuddled that we like that out there, I know you're not debating me, we're on the same page. I I just like seeing some responses that seem separate from like, oh, you're just a Riverheads fan and sore about it. Like I get where they're coming from on that. And I think you probably hit on where the aspect of that I will acknowledge is. My hatred of the holding the ball has nothing to do with what team I'm a fan of or what team got it done to. I, it is, It just befuddles me that we have to debate this, that kids should compete at the sport we're putting them in and we have to force people to make sure that that happens. Like, phew, that's just crazy to me.
0: I was going to say, and, and look in defensive coach, Brian, all the accolades you gave her, I, I would dare her to look me in the face and say, holding on the ball for four minutes is playing basketball. I, I would dare it her to say it that. I, I, I would dare her to say it. I don't think she could be honest about it. If she said it, that's not basketball. It might be something else. It might be trying to win, but it's not basketball. And holding the ball
1: at half court, it's not basketball. The defense should come up and play defense. I, I don't know why the team with the ball doesn't get deserve any blame for standing at half court. The defense is doing a heck of a job not allowing you to score. Yeah. And so now you have to put them in a vulnerable spot 40 feet away from the basket for them to, like, uh, you know, convince the other team it's time to play basketball. No, we should want to play the sport.
0: But I think... Um... One, there's a a need for high school officials, and while I don't want to ever do that job, if I did, I would only be able to do one basketball game. Because if there was a team doing that, I would look for the smallest amount of a foot leaving the floor and call a travel. Or I would, as soon as a player stepped in the key, one, two, three. I would be called, I hate three in the key because I think it's people not watching the game and watching the other stuff going on. So when someone's in the crowd screaming, three in the key, I, I all it takes everything in me not to take my headset off and go, just watch the basketball game. There's a good game going on. Um, but I talked to an official this weekend and absolutely what you're
1: saying is exactly what he said to him. He said, when I see a team do that, I, I would look, look for any reason to, game, to, blow to blow the, the whistle
0: West West. and it's a turnover. Like any reason yeah. at all. So I even I get my brainstorm. And as for soon this. as the coach oh. said something, I'd hit him with a T, and just yeah. give the other team free oh, throws. Be like, look, if you, <laughs> yeah. if you don't, if you don't want to play basketball, we'll, we won't have to play yeah. basketball. I'll just put this you other team at the line.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> I, I my my theoretical idea. Okay, we can't afford shot clock. You know the worst. Every you know all the reasons we can't have it. Why can't we have something? If you don't advance the ball with defense on you after five seconds, you get a call well, let's put 30 seconds or a minute even. Even that. that's crazy long. If you don't do if you can't stand there with it under you. You have to pass it. You have to dribble forward. You have to do something to play the game. You cannot just stand there with the ball under your hand. Like, I just, I'd like to just put that in there. Technical, turn the ball over. The other team gets to shoot the ball and they get the ball. Let's go.
0: Also, I would implement a rule and I know this, got some action in our group text that will remain anonymous on the members of but if neither team scores 40 points in a game they both lose both get the (laughs) loss both go home because if you can't score 40 points in a basketball game i'm not asking to move the world here score 40 points in a basketball game winning team that's all you got to do score 40 points if you can't you go home you both lose we're done there was a game where almost forty points was not scored by the winning team, and I was like, I don't that's not basketball. Both teams lose. Yeah,
1: I'm glad that didn't apply to Little League.
0: <laughs> well, but that's little league. This is high school. There is a little bit of a difference there.
1: There is a difference. And that's I think I I'm trying to check myself there because that's where I start talking about, especially varsity. Um, but even J V like playing time's not given. Like you gotta earn it. And if you're not any good, you're not getting played on. That's what I grew up. That's what I sat through. I mean I didn't I played minimal minutes my entire varsity basketball career because I didn't deserve it anymore. I wasn't good enough. There was nine, 10, 11 guys better than me. and so I I know that and I I don't think I'm ruined from that so I am fine with that. but I I still think there's the level in high school that there's still lessons to be taught. like we're still teaching lessons, we're still teaching how to compete, how to strive, and that I, I know I, you didn't like my middle rant there, but like I think there's something to all that. Like I, I think that's behind wow. what I'm saying because it's don't like, go back down. If you're not teaching the kids mm-hmm. to compete, then what are we doing? Like what are we doing? No one's on scholarship here. No one's making big money. Let's do this right. Let's not teach the kids how to get. And we talked about this last week. There's a much worse case of it that happened out what in Oklahoma I think where yeah, this final the final score was four, four to two. two and both those teams just, get a
0: loss. Yep.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Like that's terrible. Absolutely terrible. Worse than anything I saw last week. Sure. Like we we got to protect these people from themselves. I guess like we can't have four to two ball games. That's not what we had here. We got to do something to make sure that kind of stuff doesn't happen. It's that's terrible for everybody. I don't. I wouldn't want my kid playing with a program like that. That's Like, no,
0: I guarantee you, no one is going to
1: college. No one is going
0: to college in that on that basketball team where they play like that. Nobody is going to college. I
1: don't want my coach holding the ball. I don't want my coach to put in the assistant coach to play as one of the players, as we've seen in the last couple of weeks. Like, I want the right lessons taught and at the high school level still I know and I'll concede some of the playing time and the other stuff that's you know competition and and because because that's in the same sense this isn't little league where everybody's got to play and all that but like we got to play the game got to play the game
0: all right so let's talk about the the super bowl which was actually the biggest thing in the country um they
1: played I didn't see anybody not wanting to play football
0: well you can make an argument that the chiefs at the end tried to sit on it um but in what sense? Uh, they tried to run the clock Are out. The play clock? Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: That's, well, there's a play clock. They're only going to waste somebody so much time at a time. That's true. It's a shot clock.
0: Yeah. If you had a <laughs> shot had clock and nuts. you were dribbling. Yeah. And you were running the shot clock all the way down before you shot it. Like, that's fine. Um,
1: but anyway, yeah, let's NBA get to the game. Let's talk about the Super National Bowl.
0: Championship doing that. Okay. Let's talk about the Super Bowl. Um, for the game, um, I thought the first half... Uh, And we'll get to the one that was called, but there was a pretty blatant pass interference that was not called um, on one of the chief's early drives that then Butker bounces one off the upright. Um, And then the Eagles get to go on a roll. They get a 10 point lead um, right before the half and and Mahomes is hurt. And I'm sitting there like stressing out because I'm like, I'm gonna have to watch this stupid Farmer Wants a Wife show because that's a bet that I made with Rob Ron. And this is gonna be the worst. This is gonna be the worst Super Bowl ever. And Nick Sirianni is being maximum Nick Sirianni just wanna hit that guy so hard in the throat. Um I refuse to believe
1: he's like, he's like waving at the Chiefs and Jalen's like calm down dude like he's telling him to chill out
0: yeah that was in the second half um but (laughs) it's a good time to do it huh uh i know he was crying during the anthem too that chris Stapleton was performing i refuse to believe that's because he loves america i think he was crying about the chinese balloon we shot down um that's why (laughs) i think he was crying (laughs) i just i don't like nick sirianni um apparently not I, I, yeah, he's I don't know that big, what's the problem with him? Mm. <sighs> he's a jerk. Um, but anyway, probably a lot of football coaches are in the second half. At least Andy Reed doesn't seem like one. Um, second half starts and Patrick Mahomes only incompletion is on a pass. He voluntarily throws away. Yeah. That's the only incompletion in the second half. He was dynamite yeah. in the second half. And honestly, okay, so we we talked about this. The only, only reason the Chiefs are back in the game in the first half is because Jalen Hurts drops the ball. Scoop and score, touchdown.
1: Yeah, yeah, that, that should have been another touchdown difference in that game. I mean, they honestly, they could have gone down and scored again.
0: And there could have been a second scoop and score defensive touchdown yeah. had it not been for the play being reversed. I Look, I it looks to me like, Miles Sanders is cutting up field. He has turned to go upfield and then gets hit and the ball comes out. If that's not a football move, I guess I need to be just told what a football move I, is, but I've
1: seen that exact call made before. So I didn't get too worked up about it. I, I will say there and other plays in the second half, it seemed like a lot of calls went in favor of the Eagles the whole time until one didn't like it. It just, it did seem like they were on the better side of some judgments. So,
0: I will say there was a play, too, where one of the offensive linemen, it's not a huge play, but one of the offensive linemen jumps very early, like noticeably early.
1: Greg Olson loved it. Uh, Greg he Olson's right like,
0: it looks like he's early, but he's he's got the mind of a center. And my brother goes, so why can't we just say that for all offensive linemen that jump yes. early? Like, well, he's got the mind of a center, so it doesn't count. Um, right. It looks early, but I, I think he's on time. I remember it was like, and there was one later where a Chiefs defensive lineman lunges into the neutrals and he goes, no, he's got the mind of a center. It looks like he yes. lunged, yeah. but he didn't. He's fine. And um, <laughs> it was just, that was, I like Greg Olson. That Super Bowl was not my favorite moment for him because it did seem like he was very much rooting for the Eagles. And I wasn't. Um, it was... There was another one there where I and I know the one you're going to talk about, too, where Dallas Goddard is like juggling the ball when he finally gets two hands on it. It looks like there's only one foot in bounds. and they reverse it. They reverse it. Yeah. Which was odd. And I, I that was mind boggling to me. Um, yeah. And then there was the uh, Devonta Smith one that did get overturned. And called a not catch. I that was the one where Sirianni's waving first down and then looks like a total clown show when a lot of what you're saying
1: is in the face of like I thought it was a good like I liked I liked most of everything I saw that night like throughout the whole telecast there was a lot of offense everybody loves a good over you know everybody loves a lot of scoring I thought those Chiefs touchdowns to tie it and then take the lead were great play designs I think yeah that hasn't gotten hyped enough. How great the design of those plays were. Finally tonight I started seeing better. But in the moment it got passed by way too quick. I guess you got to get out for those expensive commercials. Um, but like I the focusing on the referee and throughout the game, like like we're kind of doing right now. And then obviously the last
0: penalty. The last play that didn't bad. go the Eagles' way. And yeah. I mean, I know Greg well, like Olson the first didn't play like it. Didn't go the Eagles way. I was gonna say I know Greg Olson didn't like it, but the defensive back said, Yeah, I held him. And yes. and honestly like what do, what do we complain about his fans all the time when there's a no call? Why are we calling the last minute of the game different than the first minute of the game? That the officials called it the same. That's a hold.
1: Yeah. I was fine with it. I was fine with it in the in the moment. I've seen that penalty called before. Yep. Exactly like that. I've seen it called before. So if I've seen it before, I'm I'm okay. And I know there's plenty of these penalties where they've gone both ways. And then I still just kind of accept it. I guess I, I, just, I, I just don't want to hate every referee that ever steps out there. Like, it's just it seems so depressing to look at football that way. When you could look at the great play calling was out there by the Chiefs offense, by how great Mahomes is. I'm not going to overhype it, but, man, he's good. And he, he played a heck of a second half. He had to for them to mm-hmm. win the game. Like, I want to celebrate that stuff. I want to like that stuff. I want to like my homes. I have an issue with another chief, but I I want to like them. I'll get tired of them, but I want to like them now. You don't like Travis like, Kelsey? I'm growing weary of Travis Kelsey and his mouth. Like, I can't. I'm. It's just been a lot.
0: I loved when he called the mayor of Cincinnati a jabroni. Um, I'm all for that. When he said no
1: one in the world thought they could win. I, look,
0: I, I think that was directed at Fox. I, I think that was directed at Fox because the Fox pregame, which I'm sure the TVs were on. Um, I'll pick the Eagles. I think that was directed at Fox. I don't think that was a the universe didn't respect us.
1: uh, Yeah, there are one seed coming into the playoffs. At some point in January, people thought you could win. It's not as ridiculous as as when we heard it
0: from and Bennett in Georgia after the national championship. But
1: it's just I've had a I I need a couple months without Travis Kelsey.
0: I don't know if you're going to get that. Um, yeah,
1: I don't think I, I. think he's the new Gronk.
0: I think he's better than Gronk.
1: Well, maybe, but I think he's going to be just. Travis Kelsey would
0: have made that field goal.
1: Um, that was pre-taped. What? You don't think that was live, Leland? They said it was oh, live. It was, it was so ridiculous. I hate that. I hate. I hate. I hate that crap. The fake
0: stuff. Yeah. Um, the. I will say Jalen Hurts had a fantastic game. I did. If you would have said yeah, to me good. Jalen Hurts good. is going to outpass Patrick Mahomes, I would have been like, "Well, then the Chiefs are going to yeah. lose." <laughs> That's yes, absolutely. Simple. I need Mahomes um, to
1: throw for two seventy five. He didn't nowhere close to that. He yeah, found a way to win.
0: Yeah, he didn't even hit two twenty five. Um, but
1: <laughs> I wonder why we know these numbers.
0: <laughs> but the Eagles played a really good game. It was a very tight game, and um, they the Eagles just came out on the wrong side of it. Um, I do think the Eagles yeah, are fairly they young. They, don't, I don't think they're going to have a huge cap hit next year. They got year. an early pick too, don't they? Yeah. Um, the, che- the Bengals yeah, be are the team that out. are going to have to worry about the cap next year. And I will say this. I, I think when you look at how that game played out at the end, um, and I know the Eagles fans are upset about the call, but there was another... Uh, And you talked about the play designs. Both those touchdowns were the same play, just to run on opposite ends of the field. Travis Kelsey draws the entire defense, and then the other guy slips the other way and is wide open. That's two plays
1: I'm talking about, two different plays were in the same end zone. But that's that's fine. I do I would have to go back to the play before, but that's fine. That's fine.
0: They're great. Travis Kelsey. No, I think the play call is the same play call. I understand there are two different plays because there are two touchdowns. I think that is the exact same play call. They just flipped, which, like, instead of running it to the right one time, they ran it to the left.
1: Well, good call then. I I was looking at it a little bit differently and I don't have the play running in front of me to argue. That's fine. Then good for them to get away with it twice and good to have a good play call and full guys on opposite sides of the field. Great then. Like, smart.
0: It was It was really, really smart. And then they hold on to the ball for as long as they can with eight seconds. Sure. And now here's something that I'll say it to you, Leland, because this okay. is what my brother said. He goes, the Chiefs could easily run this out. And I was like, no, Brad, the, shot, the play clock's not going to work out. And he goes, there's a 10-second runoff if the offense commits a penalty while the clock is running tell one of your linemen to go have the mind of a center and jump early. <laughs> and he goes, then he goes, but you have a timeout. He goes, so you just call the timeout with one second, kick the field goal and you win. There's no time on the clock. And I was like, Brad, that is mad scientist level. That's, uh,
1: that's
0: Belichick. That's, uh, that's Mike Rabel. That yeah, Mike Rabel. Yeah. Mike Vrabel who committed yeah. holding like on three straight puns to like, drive Bill Belichick bananas. <laughs> Yeah, I
1: like it. <laughs> but I was like, Brad, uh, that's
0: that is evil genius stuff.
1: As much as I was rooting for all the offense we got cuz I needed it. Uh, I just was surprised there wasn't more more defense. So, I mean, Philadelphia had some good defense coming in. That and that's basically where I'm saying, but the pass rush from Kansas City's been good this year. And like, what, there was like one sack between the two teams? Like
0: um yeah. I was just
1: surprised there wasn't more sacks. And maybe that's because I was Mahomes looking at some lines and better or worse and more or less. But yeah, I was just surprised there wasn't more quarterback pressure with, with success.
0: I think that is because of the mobility of the quarterbacks. Sure, yeah. When you look that's at Joe Burrow thing. being sacked, oh, Joe is not incredibly mobile. He's not not mobile, but he's not super mobile. Patrick Mahomes and Jalen Hurts are both mobile guys. Yeah, and good. and they're, they're going to escape the pocket. And the same for Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy statue. Josh Johnson bigger statue. Like Actually, I
1: mean you can win both ways. You can win you both can ways. You can win both but ways, I, but you better have a heck of fun. an offensive
0: line fun. and those defensive lines are made to terrorize quarterbacks that are not mobile. So right. Um and you saw the quarterbacks have to scramble like out of the pocket and be rushed or hurried, I think is the official name of the stat. But um but yeah, no sacks uh, for the Eagles defense was pretty, pretty bizarre. Um, I don't know if the Chiefs had one either, but.
1: Someone brought up unless point they count the fumble. Me. Someone brought up a point to me today that I thought was interesting for the Super Bowl was. um, When do you get done with a Super Bowl and you're like, you know, I could watch that again. Like if I don't need to watch that again, year, I'd be fine with that. Like. I wouldn't mind that with these two teams. They were both played good. They both played well enough to win. I mean, they were the one seats coming in, so it seemed like they're both deserving. Like, I won't be disgusted next year if we got that again. It won't would be, be like when we get Warriors and, um, you know, Cavs three years in a row. Like, I that I, I don't want that. But in this moment, I'm like, I mean, that was a great game. If you can give me that game again, let's do it. No. I hope they open up with each other. it would be great.
0: No. Nope. I don't want to see those two teams play again. Ever, preferably. Um, <laughs> the one thing we did skip over uh, was halftime. Yep. Oh, it deserves some time. It was good. I liked it. Rihanna. I I thought she did a good job. Um, it looked awesome with those different levels coming in. I was reminded that. of all the songs that she had. Um, I didn't hear Disturbio, which I think was the one I was really hoping to hear. Um, she
1: didn't do the new one from Wakanda that like she the didn't, which was song. A bit
0: surprising. So good. Um, yeah, I thought the she didn't first do either song, of the Eminem songs. I i know that was surprising to me. Um, yeah, I thought the first song that she chose, surprised uh, surprised me, surprised me. And then I said, uh, to the room I was in, I was like, that's a message to Roger Goodell. Um, <laughs> <laughs> which apparently you don't get paid to do the Super Bowl, which man, what a deal the NFL has there. Um, uh, to get paid like a hundred thousand from apple is what
1: i was hearing like apple doesn't like they don't pay her but i think like apple had to acquire her for that maybe apparently um, but it's not like from the
0: nfl but the 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 performance itself was good um yeah. the songs were good i know there's some people upset about the dancers or whatever um I just don't They're
1: care. They're not devils. They're not like in the Grammys a week ago. What what's the problem this week?
0: I actually I just don't have care.
1: I've heard little of that. I just don't care. I honestly, in most cases, when I've heard people talking crap on the halftime since yesterday, I've just turned my ears off because it's like you don't want to like it. I don't need to hear why you didn't like it. Like if you don't like that, you don't. Then it's not your music, and that's fine. And maybe that's a way to say that. Like I, you know, it's not really the music I listen to, but you know, there's a lot of you know production value or something like you don't have to hate everything. We don't have to hate everything.
0: I will say there's 0% chance you would have gotten me on one of those things that was being lifted to the sky. That looked unstable no, if as all out.
1: If you were, you know, the fetus of Rihanna, you would have been forced to. And like, like, like it was.
0: <sighs> Dangerous. Dangerous. Game. I was happy
1: she's pregnant again. That's cool.
0: What a way you to know, announce
1: there's... it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a cool way. Uh, Beyonce did one of those in MTV Music Awards where like at the end, she kind of, opened her coat and rubbed her tummy. Uh Apparently they kind of had that set up for Rihanna, but the camera wasn't zoomed in at the right time. So it wasn't as obvious. So you still had everybody like afraid they were being offensive by asking if she was pregnant, but no, she's pregnant. That's cool. That's awesome. I, I thought it was good. I, I kind of liked, I'm not saying I didn't play the game of who's going to show up when, like when's Jay-Z coming in? Or oh, I thought Trey?
0: Jay-Z was coming in when she was doing the, we going to run this Town." And I was like, oh, here yeah. he comes. And then he didn't or, come. And I was like, or Whoa.
1: M if he plays one of those songs, but like, no one should help. And I, I think it was fine. She carried it. She she's good enough to carry it on her own. That's fine. Like yeah. let's go. I, I liked
0: thought, it. I thought she did a great job. Um commercials. I I almost want to stop talking about this. And I think next year I'm not going to let us talk about That's it. Fine. Because okay. I the commercials have been a but a dud for almost as long as I can remember now.
1: Yeah. You know, I was sitting there in the fourth quarter and I'm like. This has been a good night. You know, none of, I, I haven't gotten fired up mad about commercials. There was like two that I, I didn't like, but like other than that, I didn't, I wasn't that negative about any of them. Um, and I was like, I've, you know, there's a couple of ones I was like, huh, you know, you know, maybe not laugh, but, you know, pleasant look on my face. So then writing this notes for today, I wrote down the two I didn't like, and I couldn't write one that I was like, oh, I like that one. Because it, it's just nothing. And I also caught myself during the game, like, hey, commercial came on. I went to the bathroom. I got more food. Like, it's not it does it's not a draw for me anymore.
0: Yeah, the I mean, the only reason I was really paying attention to the commercials this year was because I was paying attention for the commercial I didn't want to see. I only saw it once, um, which was another side bet with Rob Ron. Um, which is this. The show that we're going to have to watch so the the bet was the original bet was if the chiefs win the super bowl which they did rob ron has to watch farmer wants a wife and write a detailed write a detailed book report the if the eagles had won i would have had to done that which tells you where the office was rooting they wanted me to write that um because they thought it would have been funnier which it probably would have but i'm glad i don't have to (laughs) um i've been a lot meaner about my review of the show based on the commercials already. I
1: hate the existence of that show. It's just I do too. Fun of people. I, I will
0: say this. The guy saying he's matched with women, but they're 400 miles away. Unless he lives on the North pole, he's a liar. There is nowhere in the contiguous 49, 48 lower states where that is the case. You are not 400 miles away from a major city at any point in the lower 48. Like up in Montana and stuff, you aren't. No, Helena is a city. Well, you're like, not 400 miles away from Helena. People live there. So that guy being like, "Oh, there's no women within 400 miles. <laughs> Get out." I hope yeah. the horse kicks I mean, you in the head. Is
1: is a stereotype? Just making fun of the southern farm boys stereotype. It, it's irritating. It's, it's I I don't like it. I don't like it either. I don't like, um, like the bet. I would never have risk, risk something like that. I that's not for me.
0: But then I
1: want nothing to do with that show existing.
0: Uh the other side bet was how many commercials slash promos there would be for it during the Super Bowl. We set the number at four and a half. Rob wanted the over. Um and that we went from
1: 6 30 to final. We went from
0: kickoff to final whistle. Okay. So it was under that, wasn't it? It was one. I loved it. The first one didn't come on until like at halftime. And then I was like, uh oh. Hopefully this doesn't start a barrage like animal control.
1: So there was only one promo and then one commercial.
0: There was only one commercial. Okay. There were zero promos, which I loved. Um, so now Rob has to buy me a drink of my choice when we uh, check out a local establishment. <laughs> but I didn't I didn't like and I hate being negative. I didn't like
1: Travolta and the Scrubs guys seen in Greece. Oh, no, uh, It was that lame was ridiculous. and it was stupid yeah. and the Scrubs guys have had their time. But also I thought like on the heels of Olivia Newton John's death, I thought it wasn't a good it wasn't a good taste of doing it right now. Did you guys I get the like
0: Michael and Sons commercial here?
1: Michael and Sons? It like would have been a local, local commercial, commercial around yeah. halftime. It
0: would yeah, have been a local a commercial.
1: commercial. And a Charlie O'Ball commercial, yeah.
0: So you got the Michael and Sons where they pop the balloon?
1: Um, I might not have been paying as close attention then. That was the I, only one I
0: remember. And I loved it. I was like, topical. Yeah. Topical Michael and Sons. That's a quick turnaround somebody good. scrambled i mean there wasn't much to it it was just like if you can't we can michael and sons and there's like a little balloon floating into the screen and somebody pops it and i was I like that you know, know what good for you michael and sons um i didn't
1: mind i don't mind the general idea and most parts of the Michelob caddyshack redo there was aspects i didn't like Tony um yeah that wasn't great um but you know, it was cool seeing um, um, oh, that's crazy. I'm gonna forget her name right now. Um, our great soccer girl, our, our Alex woman, Morgan, soccer, Alex Morgan, like in the background. Like that was cool to see her pop in. I liked the guy from Secession being the old cranky guy. If they remake uh, that
0: movie, that's exactly who should play the villain. By the way. I like Danny,
1: uh, the the one that played Danny back then, being there. That was cool. There was not enough gopher. I, sh- I thought there could be a dancing gopher. That would have made me a little bit happier. Um, but it was all right. Like, I, I didn't mind that. Like, I know we built up to it. I know it was like they kind of teased it coming in. But I thought that was cool. Um, but still, no, like, laughs. I hated the Mr. Peanut roast. Like, that was terrible. The I think fact- the idea of a roast is just over.
0: The fact that they not only had that commercial but then said if you want to watch the full rows go to planer Second, I was like, who's doing that?
1: I I also wonder like when when is this like I think this could be controversial. When when is this whole John Hamm thing in? Mean, like I know I know he's like the best guy that's ever existed, but like haven't we hasn't John Hamm run his course? Nope. Apparently not. Apparently not. I, I was impressed that Eminem's pulled it off. I did not know M&M's was pulling one over on us when they canceled the M M&M M people. Leland, you thought ago. that was
0: serious that they were gonna put Maya Rudolph on their packaging like legit. I thought
1: they were gonna stop using the M M&M M people. I didn't no. I didn't realize a Super Bowl ad I just didn't catch that. I just didn't catch that 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 okay. like they're pulling the M M&M and M people and it was just a joke to get us to the Super Bowl. I didn't I didn't see that coming. I thought the I thought the Maya Rudolph ad during the Super Bowl was weird and not the best execution, but I thought they executed the lead in to it very well. Cause I was like, Oh, this was a whole thing to get us for the Super Bowl." I didn't, I didn't realize that. Yeah. I didn't realize it was the IHOB. I didn't realize when IHOP was going to stop making pancakes and be in the international house so of burgers, obviously that was fake. I thought m pulled it off
0: better. See, I fell for the IHOB one, but, <laughs> um, cause that made more sense to me. Cause it's a restaurant not like we're a candy company we're going to get rid of like these talking candies that have made us millions and millions of dollars
1: yeah but there was like and other storylines going on with, surrounding some women zero
0: dollars that we have to pay other than voice acting we're going to pay a real person to be our spokesperson and spokesperson mm-hmm. instead I I just
1: didn't I guess I didn't catch on it seemed like it's uh, watching Twitter people were like oh I didn't didn't catch that. So, and uh-huh. the jokes leading into the Super Bowl. I
0: like. Um, there were a couple ads that kind of had like, I guess, commercials that were leading into their Super Bowl ad, like in the lead up to the game.
1: Sorry. Michelob Ultra. Because the, the flag football
0: about. one was one too. I had seen Same. the flag football one where the girls running yeah, away yeah, from yeah, everybody. Yeah. I had, I mean, I had seen like a very small preview. It was like tune into the yeah. Super Bowl, and I was like. But
1: that's kind of an NFL thing too. It's promoting yeah. themselves a little bit, so it's not surprising. Yeah.
0: Um. But then there was and that's a
1: good thing. I'm not. I. am sure. In this sense, it was a the good Serena thing Williams come, one
0: was one that was promoted a little bit into the Super Bowl because I had seen that before the Super Bowl,
1: like the Mick Ultra
0: Serena. I Williams. guess. Yeah. The Blue Probably. Moon ad, I didn't care for either. Um,
1: I did see. The ad for Matt Damon and Ben Affleck's movie talking like Nike, Jordan. I had seen that preview for that movie coming. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think a lot of people were new to it during the Super Bowl. Uh, I'll watch the crap out of that at some point. So I'm, I'll I be good. Know.
0: That might be a streaming thing for me.
1: Hmm. I look I, and it's it, the topics involved are very much me. And then like the cast list is pretty impressive with Viola Davis as Jordan's mom and stuff. Like,
0: What do you think of the Ben Affleck J-Lo commercial? Eh, it's fine. It was early. Okay. That's the only one other I, that's the only other one I can remember really.
1: There was a new dinosaur movie coming out where you have people and dinosaurs at the same time. Oh um, yeah. Not, I'd heard
0: about that. Not one, Jurassic
1: no. Park. Yeah. That was new to me. I didn't know that was coming. It was late. It's also
0: Jurassic Park and Planet of the Apes kind of hybrid.
1: Yeah. Thing. Also Michael Keaton coming back as Batman. I think I had heard the rumor of that, but then actually seeing a preview of it actually in a movie for The Flash, I guess. Uh that was that was uh, new information. I won't make me watch that movie, no. but it's interesting that he's back in that role.
0: Indiana Jones 20 and the Dial of Destiny or whatever.
1: Yeah, I'll catch that when it's streaming.
0: I will probably catch that never. I didn't watch the, the Crystal last, Skull. Indiana Jones
1: was so terrible with say, uh Shia LaBeouf and the I Crystal LaBeouf. Skull and the aliens. Uh that was terrible. That's but it's still Indiana Jones. So I'll probably I I will watch it at some point. Mm-hmm. Unless I hear terrible, terrible things. If I hear, there's a chance I don't. What was the, uh, well, do you have any like top lines in the room? Like any of the funniest jokes that you had?
0: Uh, To be repeated on the podcast? No. Um.
1: (laughs) My favorite, I'll give credit to Karen Cash, Steve Cash's wife. Um, She, right when Butker kicked the game winner, uh, this is for all our office fans out there. She yelled unprompted. Bucker, the prices have never been lower and I we were dying laughing. Hmm. Dying laughing. It was a perfectly timed line. Loved it.
0: Yeah. No, most of the things that were said at the Super Bowl party I was at are not podcast appropriate um because especially when Bucker made the kick because one person at the party was rooting for the Eagles and everyone else was not. So there was a lot of things being said at that person in that moment. Um <laughs>
1: The Eagles could have easily have done the same thing, so.
0: And, um, yeah, it was great. Um, Oh, my brother, okay, I take that back. My brother did have one joke that we can say. On the Eagles' last Hail Mary attempt, they lined up. um, I told you, my brother had a lot of good jokes that were podcast appropriate. I told you about when Greg Olson said he had the intuition of a center. Um, And then when the Eagles lined up for the Hail Mary, my brother goes, no, they're not doing this right. Um, aren't they supposed to have Miles Sanders be the center yeah. and everyone else stands at the sidelines and just Miles Sanders gets trucked and then Jalen Hurts gets murdered. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he goes, Oh wait, oh, no, okay. only Kellen Moore does that. Oh, okay.
1: Cowboy yeah. fan would say that.
0: Yeah. Um, Overall,
1: I, I thought it was a good night for the NFL. I thought, I thought it was a good show. I thought it was a good movie sure. or a good, uh good movie good yeah.
0: game. Are you it saying it's a good rigged? game?
1: I thought performances were good. I, I, like I said, I, the commercials didn't stand out as negative. I think there's some years where it's like, man, there was so many ads that like made me angry how bad they were. I didn't have that like on a mass number this year. So like, yeah, I, I thought it was a good night. I was happy leaving. It things changed when I got home, but it was a good night. Yeah, the ice storm just ice ice sucks.
0: We didn't have ice up in Winchester, which was nice.
1: We had a lot of ice here and brought up top of a tree into my house. It was, it was fun. That's fun. Um, it was the karma. It was the karma from being so rude on the internet last week. Um, well, who <laughs> won the Yak Sports uh, Pro Pick'em?
0: Yeah, I was really hoping last week when I said who I was going to pick the Eagles was going to make you try to block me from winning and also pick the Eagles, but my strategy didn't work.
1: Yeah. Who won that? Say my name. Say my name.
0: That's not Rihanna. You finished
1: You're second, though. You finished second, though. I was one behind. That
0: was one behind yeah. um, Patrick Height. But Patrick Height,
1: he was third. He gets to come on the podcast now. He's due for a, a regular visit
0: soon, anyway.
1: So we're gonna, I will work out the time that he comes as this as this winning role because I like what we were able to do uh, the other week and just talk whatever the guests wanted to talk. Um, so yeah, you know, maybe we'll get a West Wing West Wing episode with.
0: Uh, I am scared about that. <laughs> with, I mean I like West Wing, but you guys, you and him in particular, like it's a lot of West Wing. Um
1: What's funny is that we actually talk about it without you a good bit too. So
0: That's fine. <laughs> like I like the show, but I can't imagine watching it over and over and over like you guys do. Like once a year. Like that's comfort food. Oh, no. It's like eating
1: eating apple pie over and over. As a over political again. science major, no.
0: Um <laughs> i guess we should talk about local sports too um i I will say we're going to keep this brief boys basketball stanton is the district champion outright uh at 11 and 1 in the district uh the region is going to start for 3c on friday
1: yeah the only thing we really know about these regions coming in here is that like gap and riverheads are locked in their positions gaps locked at uh the number um, four spot in 1B, they'll play number five, William Campbell. Riverheads will travel to the number three, whether that's Alta Vista or Carver Academy. They probably got decided tonight. We just don't know the answer to that, but they will travel there. That's what we know on the boys' side. Everything else is up in the air. We know Stanton will be a nice seed there and 3C. seed, then um, three C. I'm interested to see how Wilson and Fort work out, because I know there was previously times where only like two teams from the Shenandoah got into 3C. I, I just want to see how those standings roll out. I'd love for Fort to have the opportunity to be in these playoffs. Yeah. Um, but I we've seen the third three C team in Shenandoah get booted before. So we'll have to see how that works out. We know Waynesboro won't be involved there. I think Stewart's draft's gonna be in two B, but they'll be traveling to a very top seed there. So that's what we know in the boys. We just don't have the answers today. We know three C'll start Friday with the play in games. Um you know, a lot of the teams will get a buy, um, and then they'll set up for the normal tournament schedule next week. That both two B and one B kind of have with quarterfinals early in the week, uh, Wednesday or Thursday semifinals, and then championships on either Friday or Saturday. So that's that's what we have ahead of us. You just have to check News Leader and uh, uh, Patrick Height with News Leader, Cody Elliott with uh, the DNR up in Harrisonburg. I'm sure they'll have that information out there, but we just don't have it on on Monday recording.
0: Yeah, girls basketball. Wilson and Fort finished tied for the district. Um, I don't know if they have to
1: play that off or not in the past. They
0: have. So if they do, we'll, we'll know. Um,
1: yeah.
0: Gap finishes one game behind them um, on a tear. What? 11 straight. Yeah. They're, they're going to win that region. I'll go ahead and awesome. say that. Um, they're going to win one B. They're going to take down Cumberland. Who's the one seed. Uh, Riverheads is eliminated. Um, everybody else yeah. kind of waiting to see what happens with seeding. I would imagine Stanton is probably going to get left out of that. Stanton
1: will be left out. I'm I'm pretty sure Waynesboro will be too. Um, but yeah, Riverhead's already eliminated. Stewart's draft. Like I said, I think they they will be in it in two B, but they'll have to travel somewhere pretty good. Same kind of schedule as the boys, all adding up to the state championships for high school basketball. Uh, high school basketball. Uh, the week of the sixth, Monday the sixth is the semifinals. With the state finals Thursday or Friday or Saturday, depending on which which it is there. So we'll We'll have this talked about a little bit more next week next week we'll have all the tournament schedules. We probably have already had some play in games um but yeah that's that's where we'll be. We'll talk more about that next week.
0: All right, college basketball yeah Virginia Tech's done. Win yeah. the ACC or you're out
1: they have to, i I mean yeah it, it, like honestly people are like, well, they have to win out, including the ACC tournament to make it no, no you, just to, you, you just have to you could lose every game you just
0: have to win the ACC tournament yeah.
1: Yeah, you just have to win the ACC tournament. You're going to have to win, what is that, four or five games in yeah. a row? <laughs>
0: Pitt and Miami don't <laughs> win matter now. Tuesday,
1: Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, maybe five games in a row. Yeah. That's, that's what it's going to take.
0: Pitt and Miami and don't matter do now. No, they can't. They've no. proven that they can't. Like, that's the now, thing. They
1: can, they can win two or three straight, including knocking off a top seed. Sure, it could happen, but then they won't win the next game. Like, they can't win that many games in a row. They're incapable of doing that. They're nope. capable of beating anybody, but they're not capable of beating everybody.
0: They're also capable of losing to anybody. So,
1: yeah, like, but like they did last year, like they they <laughs> had the game lost. They hit a game winning shot to steal it on Wednesday, and then they went on a tear after that. Like, that's the team they are. That's what they've been for two years now.
0: Um, Definitely a step back this year, though, which is a little disappointing.
1: Yeah, because there was expectations and they mm-hmm. didn't even
0: come close. Uh, UVA uh, wins thanks to the help of a call against Duke. Yeah, There's no way around that. When the ACC comes out
1: after the game and acknowledges that the referee at the end of the game's got it wrong, you, you can't acknowledge it wasn't without some help. Now they got the win. That's what it is. And it happens. And there's stories in both directions between those teams of games like that. But it, I will say,
0: right. um, when, when Coach Krzyzewski leaves, this is what happens. The pendulum swings.
1: It's fine. They deserve it.
0: Yeah, I, like I, my sympathy for Duke is only so deep. Um, I don't love that UVA is getting the benefit of a call there that could have changed the game, but I also don't like Duke. That's one of those where, no matter who gets screwed, I'm going to look at that fan base and be like, oh, just shut up." Like, um, even though, <laughs> even though it absolutely did potentially change the outcome of the game. Now, the kid would have had to make free throws, but probably would have. Um, anyway, UVA
1: has an easy week this week.
0: Yes, they they're, do. They're going to. They're in the top
1: seed. They're in the tournament.
0: Yeah, it's just a question of where you get seated. They should be a pretty high seed. Yep. JMU. Uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, up and down, up and down. Still lost to Georgia Southern. Came back and beat Coastal Carolina. It's going to be really, really interesting to see what happens uh, with four. how it closes. Right now, they're fourth. Um, there's kind of a four home gym. games.
1: Four home games to close the season.
0: Yeah, there's kind of a logjam there too. So about two yeah. two weeks, I think, left in the Sun Belt regular season, but we'll see. Um, yeah. Women's basketball, Virginia Tech continues to roll. They're looking great. They had a really good week. Yeah, they're going to be they're going to be a high seed in the ACC tournament. I don't know if they'll win the ACC, but they're going to be they're going to be in the NCAA tournament. They'll be a pretty decent seed there too, and they it's yeah. just about trying to win some games in that tournament.
1: They beat two ranked teams last week. They have two ranked teams this week. One of them is one that they beat last week. So, uh, yeah, continue to be excited about them.
0: For UVA, I did see, um, and I hated seeing Sam be out for the rest of the season. That sucks. Yeah, Um, that stinks. That really sucks. She seems like a really great person and does a lot in the local community, too, which is awesome to see. But they did get a huge win against NC State, um, and they'll have another huge game against Duke. They're kind of like Virginia Tech men, though. If, if you don't win the ACC, you don't have to worry about the NCAA tournament.
1: Oh, yeah. And, I mean, yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's why I have a similar record, too. Uh, but this is a case where Virginia Tech will play Duke on Wednesday, a team above them in the rankings, in the ACC standings, so they can kind of take care of their own business. Then they'll root for UVA on Saturday to beat Duke as well. So it'll be one of those sure. rare times as Hokies that we can cheer for the Cavaliers to beat somebody.
0: And then uh, JMU women, two big wins. They are right behind Troy. They play Texas State and ODU. Both of those kind of need to win um, because tied those are with the other teams
1: for second. Those are the two teams they're yep. tied with for second, and they play them both this week.
0: Yep, you want to be that two seed if you can be going into that conference tournament. Um, and then, I mean, again, like for JMU, it's going to be win the conference tournament. It does seem like that's going to be a one bid league. Um, unless I, been, I don't yeah. even know women's bracketology isn't nearly as in depth as men's bracketology, but I would be stunned if the Sunbelt is a two bid league. Uh, so JMU is going to have to win the conference tournament. Now this team is good enough to do that. The men's team to be fair is good enough to do that. I think where I have concerns with the men's team is being able to string good games consecutively. I don't necessarily have that concern with the women's team. I do think the women, and they do. Men do have those have games
1: a- where they don't make every shot. They do have that problem, right?
0: I, the women yeah. absolutely have a chance to string good games together and find a way to win. VCU women had a rough week. They lost at St. Joe's and to Rhode Island, Rhode Island's one of the top teams. Well, is the top team in the a 10 and is a really, really good team in terms of national appearance too. Um, So or national acclaim, I guess. Um, they'll play Dayton at home on Wednesday and then they will, game? I will. And then they awesome. will be at St. Bonaventure.
1: I'm looking forward to tuning in on Wednesday. Um, Hey, LeBron broke the score Mark, does that make him the best player ever? Hmm. Um, I mean, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar wasn't what we called the best player ever, so I don't know why no. LeBron breaking that record would. Yeah,
0: no. Talk us into that, I think it puts LeBron. It gives more credence to LeBron being in that conversation. But no, not. He, me. I mean, he's in the
1: conversation. I don't. I don't think I'm ever saying he's not in the conversation. But he's great. He's great. But sure. I just listened to too much of that this past week to not vomit about it.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> Um, let's move on to the D block. Let's just knock this piece out. Let's do it. I have. Um. All right. You just moved that over, which I appreciate. Um. Yeah, give it to you. World baseball classic Leland is coming up. The rosters were released. I will say this. Don't play our second baseman, Jeff McNeil. I don't want to see him play. Um, I, I just think our shortstop position is so loaded. You have to move one of those guys over to second base. You just have to too many good players there and you can't play them all. And you're going to put Pete Alonzo as the DH probably, I guess, and put Goldschmidt at first. Um, outfield will be interesting to see what we do with trout. Mookie Betts. Those two are locked. Then it's a question of, do you put Tucker in the outfield? Um, you have Schwarber, Cedric Mullins, which of those guys gets the third spot in the outfield. Pitching is a concern. Uh, we don't have a lot of great pitchers. Um, That's a big deal in that thing because no one's going long. Right. I will also say, like, we're going to... the Team USA's goal is going to be to mash. Like, we need to score six plus runs a game. Or we're not going to win. We're not going to win a game if we score under six, I think. Just because I don't think we have the pitching to do that. The DR is the other team that you look at their roster and you go, wow. Um, But kind of like us at shortstop, they kind of have an embarrassment of riches at third base and that's kind of where most of their talent resides so they've got sandy alcantara who is a dynamite pitcher but he can only pitch once every you know few games i don't know how it's going to work in the world baseball classic because i'm sure the major league teams are going to want inning limits and stuff like that but um i think the dr is the odds-on favorite we're pretty close behind them I would say it's us. The DR Japan has an outside shot just because their bracket's going to be cake um, to get there, but I'd say it's us for the DR probably.
1: I was excited. I was looking at the schedule, and I, I think a lot of that information's been out there. But I was just trying. I want to get into this this time. I think four years ago, I I kind of missed it. I think I caught highlights as it came. It's at a tough time of the year. Like mid March is oh, just dominated it. by college basketball in my mind, and my house, everything. So uh, I've got the games on the schedule, basically from Saturday, March 11th, it'll be the same night as the ACC basketball championship. Um, Nine o'clock or not. I think it's eight or eight or nine o'clock, depending on which uh, thing I was looking at. Uh, They play three out of or four out of five nights or something. They play Saturday night, Sunday night, I believe Monday night while we're supposed to be recording. They're off Tuesday and then they play Wednesday night. So, I'm in for all those I'll have them on the TV, um, at least on a second screen or a third screen if necessary. Uh excited about that. And then that rolls into the um the next weekend where I think they get a day or two off there. And then on the weekend of the NCAA tournament, they kind of get going again there. So um that's that's what something to look forward to. It's terrible timing, but it's what it is. I'll I'll just put up enough TVs to make sure that gets on one of them.
0: Yeah, I'm excited about that. And then and there's um, the other games and there's day games
1: in other countries and other time zones. I'm excited about it. I'll have it on all day, every day for in that stretch.
0: Okay. Um, okay. The XFL's back too. That starts Sunday. Is that quick. Or okay. Saturday, maybe. I don't know. It's this weekend. I kept seeing those USFL
1: commercials. That's later. Um,
0: That's in April. Yeah. It's XFL. And then USFL.
1: Yeah. I don't know if they'll get me for both, but like once I'm baseball excited. starts, I'm probably not going to be interested in the USFL. DC then.
0: defenders. Yeah, I hear you. Once baseball starts I saw, XFL and USFL watching. Was it Pittsburgh? Drop Pittsburgh
1: with the USFL. They, they're they actually going to play in their home cities this year now, right? They're not all in Birmingham. Yeah.
0: Uh, no, I don't know about that. There's colors. four. I think there's four locations now instead of just the one. So each division, I, I think, has a location.
1: Well, Pittsburgh changed their colors to the the black and gold like it is required to be a Pittsburgh team. So I was happy to see that. <sighs> what a lame
0: team. What a lame city. Um, What do you have?
1: I got all kinds of stuff we can talk about. The quickly uh, dominating, you know, baseball, more baseball news. Uh, the runners on second to mm-hmm. start in extra innings to start the inning is here to stay. It's going to be just the standard regular season rule now where you go to extras, there's going to be a runner on second to start the inning. Okay. What is your thought?
0: I've I'm used to it at this point. It's fine.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't love it, but I'm not here to rail against it by any means.
0: Baseball's got to do something.
1: Yeah, Jeter Can't, joining Fox baseball coverage
0: of the new rules. The bigger bases is weird.
1: Oh yeah, that's right. We talked about that. Uh, we didn't talk about it on the podcast last week. They had the shift rule and they had the bigger I get bases the shift
0: rule. The bigger bases is weird. I don't. I don't know who was clamoring just, for that.
1: There haven't been that many injuries from that. I guess there's a chance. The only thing I would say would be put a
0: base in foul territory for the runners to run to at first. That's the only thing that I see ever being an issue.
1: Yeah, I I didn't understand. And also, like, heaven help us, if they start, if someone starts breaking the stealing record of Ricky Henderson, like, he will we'll see a new ricky henderson yeah the ricky henderson will care ricky
0: will bring to us will yeah be ricky will see ricky in a this. while yeah he'll come out of retirement for that um
1: yeah i haven't seen him in a while i don't know if i want to see him so i want to make sure no one starts stealing that many businesses uh my other news was just for you and uh, i let you tear him apart real quick and then we'll move on Derek jeter is joining fox baseball right now that is not a part runner of the Marlins, he's going to be joining the Fox baseball coverage.
0: Well, he proved that he doesn't know anything about baseball by being terrible at the Marlins job. So why not give him a TV job and make sure he just leave no doubt. Have him. This so is where post- I will say this. Everyone will be like, wow, Joe was right. Derek Jeters doesn't know anything about baseball. Highly overrated. The only reason he was because everyone else on that team was so talented.
1: So speaking of other people on that team that are uh, so talented, apparently, uh, it is going to be interesting when you get to October and you have him and A-Rod in the same broadcast dumping it to each other. and
0: That'll make a that'll 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 be- root for A-Rod.
1: I, I don't know, man.
0: <laughs> I don't like Derek Jeter. Um, man, between <laughs> Jeter and Brady in 2024, there I'm just going to hate Fox. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah, Brady coming back. And Olson has to take a pay cut when he comes back. Like, oh.
0: Not next year, but the year after. Um, he has to. It's just, unless he gets ugh. offered a
1: number one job. I mean, what if CBS dumps Romo and gets Olsen? I
0: don't know. There's a lot of money tied up there in Romo. I don't know how long that deal is. Um, so what I know that you need to know, I went to see the new M. Night Shyamalan movie.
1: Oh, yeah. We've been talking about this. But mm-hmm. Mostly off air. Yep. How was
0: it? You know me, Leland. Um, yeah, we're radio. Despite despite uh, what I sound like on this podcast, I'm not known for my sunny disposition. Um, well, you never say anything controversial. Right. <laughs> never negative. Um, <laughs> this movie was dark. And even for me. Like, I wow. kept, I kept waiting, I kept waiting being like, okay, there's gonna be a twist, it's gonna be a twist. And it was just like, nope, just dark. Just so freaking dark. <laughs> and like, at the oh. end of the movie, like, roll credits, I was like, well, that was a movie. <laughs> I, I wouldn't say it was necessarily bad, but. I'd say it's just okay, if I'm being honest. I don't know if I'd recommend people pay at a theater to see it. Um, Probably watch it when it comes on streaming. Um, But, yeah. It's not the road dark. Um, I don't know if anything will be that dark. But, oof. <laughs> yeah. You've talk- I wasn't going to go
1: see it, but you probably talked me out of, like, Having it on a list to watch later, even.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm telling you, we left that theater and I was like, oh, wow. OK. Mm. And I mean, <laughs> I felt bad for recommending it. Like, I thought this a Night Shyamalan movie, like, there's going to be a twist. It's going to be a little bit of a thriller suspense thing. Just dark. Darkity, dark, dark, dark. Shut the lights off Aaron Rodgers for four days dark. Like. Oof. <laughs> All right.
1: Uh, uh, what you got, who you got question for you. And I think we've already alluded to it in our personal conversations enough, but would you prefer your favorite team, one of your favorite teams to win the college football playoff or the Super Bowl, which, which would you prefer?
0: College football playoff.
1: Absolutely. And I know that's my answer because tech is, is my favorite team tech. Mm-hmm. Football and basketball tech sports are, are my favorite teams. I love the Steelers, all that. I just I I think for the same reason as you. I've seen the Steelers win Super Bowls. You've seen the Ravens win Super Bowls, so like but even without that, I st- I still just rather I'm just more invested in the Hokies. Sure. I I I live and die with them a lot more. I think about their uh success and failures a lot more than I think about what the Steelers are doing. So absolutely the college and plus it seems like such an achievement in college football to like get into that you know top four even and and have a chance to win it that's why it was such a big deal for tcu to even be involved in it this year like you have to have years of <laughs> building up credit of people looking at your ranking and saying oh yeah you do belong for you to get that opportunity and everything has to go perfectly right for multiple seasons and uh which is unfair uh, as as Joe says all the time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's what the game is. That what is what the sport is. So yeah, I I definitely agree with that. I was watching on Twitter and seeing that kind of stuff and talking about like I, I think they're just talking about like everybody was saying it was probably a a blue blood already. You know, a top SEC team or Ohio State fan. Like it seems like a lot of those people were talking and they're saying, well, so, you know, NFL is built on the best, the worst teams getting better and the best teams being challenged the most and college football's not, but I mean, that's why it, I think it makes it even harder to get into be one of those top teams. So coming from Virginia tech perspective. So you got, uh, you got any funny Valentine stories. You got any
0: Valentine's? Uh, no. Valentine's Day's I, been I cheap well- for me more years than not. <laughs>
1: I always think back for Valentine's Day cuz like honestly now um not that we don't acknowledge it but it's just not one of like a bigger holiday uh in my you know current relationship my marriage um because to avoid the expensive flowers and and you know getting in at a restaurant all the hassle of that like we celebrate some other anniversary like our first date anniversary and stuff and um so to kind of take place of that. So that's, and we're on the same page about it, which is nice. Um, but I remember being young and like, you know, first girlfriends and school and stuff and how, how to approach Valentine's day and stuff like that. And, uh, I always think back to that. Cause like young and innocent kind of, um, mindsets of, you know, trying to buy cool jewelry for your elementary school girlfriend that like you talk to once a day or something, you know, like it's so, it's so not a real thing um and just like the worry that I would put into that and and whatnot so I, I always think back to that and how lame I was um and also acknowledging that my kids are the age that I'm thinking about doing this and uh thankful that they're not as wrapped up into that kind of line of thinking that we seem to be back in the 90s so uh and even my nieces that have, are a bit older than that now you know they just aren't as hung up on have, having to have a boyfriend or a girlfriend and all that kind of stuff that seemed like a social pressure when I was growing up. So uh, I think that's a good thing, but uh, I still kind of look back and laugh at myself from that time. And you know, I think one year I received like a number. It wasn't a number two pencil; it was like a number one pencil as like a Valentine's gift.
0: Honestly, that and, is a good gift because I those <laughs> are hard to find. That's a good gift. A number one pencil. This that's probably something nice you used. But it was I got a pencil. So that's that's a good gift. That's a smart gift. If you're listening out there and you're like eight years old, one, poor parenting. But two <laughs> number Watch one house. pencil.
1: <laughs> My parent listens.
0: <laughs> well, but you're not she's not playing it for eight year olds. So um <laughs> but, yeah, buy a number one pencil for your significant other because that's a find.
1: <laughs> uh, all right. Well, make sure you guys tune in next week as we will get back to our local sports coverage, including uh, coverage from the state wrestling that's happened down in Salem this weekend. We talk about it more in this week's podcast if anybody would put any information out there for us uh, for it. Um, but I know there's plenty of local wrestlers down there. I know Riverhead's going to have quite a few down there as we talked about last week. I'm sure Wilson has uh, some good involvement there. I'm sure Fort has a couple We'll have to see who else as those brackets get released on the VHSL site this week, go look it up yourself uh, head down to Salem and check it out. But we'll be talking about the results from that from Salem next weekend, as well as we get into the high school basketball tournaments and other stuff that's going on as we move on from football, as football is over and, uh, as the football that we're used to. I guess XFL is coming quick, but I, I doubt we give that prime talking here on the X Sports Podcast. We'll have to see. Uh, make sure you're following us at Yak Sports Pod on either Twitter um, or any of the social sites. Uh, Yak Sports Pod, uh, Facebook's the other one. Yak Sports Pod at gmail.com is how you email us and subscribe. Podbean, Apple, Google, and Spotify. Tell your friends. So make sure you tune in next week. We'll be here to talk. Hey, maybe Leland will again do something controversial this week that Joe has done 58 times previously and get recognition for it. Um, So we'll be back next week to see what happens.
0: You've been listening to Yak Sports, your Augusta County sports podcast.